Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the podcast where we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week, we read Volume 6 of Haikyuu. Yeah. Because volleyball, it, it's not just for the Olympics. It's also for Shonen Manga. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that, though, we had a Shonen Jump that I thought was actually pretty good. Yes and no. I had a lot of stuff that I got very annoyed with. I did like a lot of the stuff at the top, but I also didn't feel like super wowed by anything. I gotcha. I, I think that's pretty fair. The stuff that the thing that did end up on top, I thought was not going to end up on top. So I suppose Same. that's true for me too. But first and foremost, we have One Piece chapter one thousand twenty four. So and so of so and so chapter of One Piece. Yeah, it was still pretty good. I liked. We get a little bit of backstory into. Yamato. Yamato. I was like, Odin. No. Well, <laughs> yes, but no. I didn't really think that was necessary. It wasn't bad. And it's not like it took over the manga for a year, the yeah. way it sometimes happens in One Piece. Yeah. We are out of this flashback before the end of this chapter. And there's some cool stuff to it. I, I just didn't think it really added a ton to the story here. Totally fair. But there was some good stuff like Usopp pretending to have Supreme King hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I took out two of the Toby Ropo and everyone, you know, in typical Usopp faction, all of the uh, underlings are like, oh my God, he did? Yeah, he's got Usopp. And I also <laughs> love Navi like, hey, Frankie, have you heard anything from Luffy? He's like, no news is good news. Yep. So he's probably fine. It's like, that that's not how that works. works. <laughs> yes, it is. But compared to last week's chapter, it was just so and so. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. That will lead us to Shokugeki no Sanji Chapter 4. I did not write down the title of this one. Neither did I. Something about survival? Yeah, yeah. I thought this fucking sucked, Kevin. Really? I didn't. Oh, yeah. I thought this was just... like I think this was by far the worst chapter of Shokugeki no Sanji. And it feels like we've been getting too much One Piece side content and jump lately to me. That is totally fair. No, no, don't get me wrong. I love One Piece. I think I've made that clear, but I don't need a One Piece one shot every week. Yeah, that, that's totally fair. I thought this was all right. I actually, you know, enjoyed kind of the survival aspect of it. You know, I really love the moment where Ivankov is like, well, how, what did you use for seasonings? There aren't any. And Sanji's being like, what, what are you talking about? Like, where do you think seasonings come from? It also, skipped a little bit of time between last chapter and this. I mean, I know Shokugeki no Sanji is not exactly um, doing a story per arc of One Piece or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, I just uh, did not enjoy this at all. Okay. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. All righty. That'll bring us to My Hero Academia number 325, The Bonds of One for All. You know how sometimes I can't about, complain about Black Chapter? Black Chapter. Black Clover just being the same chapter over and over and over again. Yep. I'm starting to feel that way with My Hero Academia, Kevin. Yeah, a little bit. Still, we're hopefully done. Hopefully. Racerhead like, has a robot leg? Yeah, I was like, we get some stuff with Eraserhead. There's like actual progress rather than just the, the ending of the chapter being like, we need to believe in Deku. Like, I, I do, <laughs> along with most everyone else now. Yeah, I don't know. It that also did not do much for me. I say it a, a week where I said I enjoyed Shonen Jump this week. Yeah, I again, I I did like it. Um, and, you know, I, I hope this is the end of it and we can move on now. Please. That'll bring us to Jujutsu Kaisen number 157, COG. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I both liked and didn't like it. Yeah. Like, there, I, there's some really cool stuff. I liked Itadori. 
just kind of standing up to this dude, but I also felt like the turn just kind of like happened because it needed to. Like, oh, I only have four pages left. He's got to suddenly accept Itadori for essentially no reason. See, I didn't quite think it was out of nowhere so much as I thought it was the comedy beat of the senpai. Like, it worked for me in that old okay. school shonen manga that I don't think you or I ever actually read, mm-hmm. where high schoolers beat each other up all the time. You know, the stuff Yu Yu Hakusho is descended from. Yeah. That Slam Dunk is sort of contemporary with. Mm-hmm. It worked for me in that end. I liked all the stuff where it'd be like, oh, no, he, he's a good senpai, actually. Yeah. Like, what he wants to do is help his underclassmen. That's what he was always good at. So Fair. And his power is kind of hinted at, but not super interesting. I thought Itadori's speech about just being a cog was, if I say too Japanese, I feel like that sounds a little xenophobic, but yeah, it but didn't no, seem that... very shonen manga. No, it definitely didn't. I'm just a cog in the machine. Wow. Okay, then. A cog who ate an evil finger and is now an all-powerful devil man or has one inside him at any rate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked I guess it. If you, like, I... The fight was good, and that's what I want from Jujutsu Kaisen, and I thought the turn worked in that sort of humor by defying expectation way i guess i like what i meant by i do agree with you but i also feel like it happened too early if that makes any sense like i felt like he was like all right i just got to keep beating this guy and like mid-sentence of that he was like oh wait no i accept him now it's like huh (laughs) you haven't even thrown that last punch look itadori just kept getting up He, he, he did the you never can keep him down and sure. he was like, ah, oh, he's the protagonist. I must be on his side. I guess. Anything else you wanted to say on Jujutsu Kaisen? Nope. All right. That'll bring us into blue box number 19, All Carry Your Bags, which is still pretty good for blue box, but it also is, again, a little beat chapter. Yeah. And especially after the highs blue box has delivered lately. Yeah. was the- not a letdown because I thought the chapter was cute and it worked. Yes. But it didn't really advance anything. Not a whole lot, no. You know, there's a little bit more of the, like, Chisei's relationship with Boy, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to learn his name. So either it will stick or it never will. And honestly, the second option is much funnier. Also, does anyone ever say his name in this? Surely, the rhythmic gymnastic girl must call him by his name, right? Yes. But yeah, I, I don't know. So I think his mom calls him by name, like in this chapter, because I remember uh, she might just call. She might just, you know, shout at him. Be like, like boy, <laughs> boy. But yeah, I liked it. All right. Yeah. I don't really have anything to say about it, though. No. Next up, we have Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 76, Mash Burn Dead and the Sand Spear Survival. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I, I liked it. It's getting back to what I feel like is more normal Mashal, although there isn't as, like, there wasn't really a comedy element. I, I don't this. know. The, the technique he uses is pretty funny. It's it just, is. It's also the sort of thing you could definitely see Goku doing. Yeah. I mean, it's an axe kick, but, like... Well, I meant the th- jumping out of his oh, clothes so fast that his opponent thinks he has hit him when yes. he has just hit his clothes. Yeah. No, and that, like, it's... Like I said, it's... It's getting back to it. It's good. I like that bit. I like... The, the one guy's like, oh, every time you dodge, I'm going to punish this guy. And so he starts playing along for a little bit. And then when he's delivering the axe kick at the end, he's saying, like, you think I would play a game with these rigged rules or unfair rules? Yeah. I like, mean, I, I like it. And the guy's like, ah, I'm a shonen villain. Ha ha. Yes. Mashal's like, well, unfortunately for you, I'm a shonen protagonist. And that usually beats scissors. <laughs> yes. 
don't worry, I just have to beat you up, and then you'll turn into Gara. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he does have sand, sand powers. powers. They're not very Gara-esque, I do no. not think. No, they're not very Gara-esque, but he does have sand powers. All right. That'll bring us on to Dr. Stone's E equals 209, The Rocket's Hard Truth, which I really, really liked, and yes. I'm not really sure why. I mean, I am. Yeah. It's because it's that Dr. Stone chapter you get every once in a while that like hits you with the heavy stuff. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, we can make a rocket to the moon, but not a return rocket. So we need this petrification device to petrify ourselves when we run, so we don't die there. Yep. So it's like, because it's not a suicide mission. It's a one-way mission. And they're like, you know, whoever goes on that mission is going to be turned to stone waiting for the rest of y'all to make another way into space. I hope Sukiya just keeps getting older faster and faster. Yeah, I do love I do love the moment with the cop where she's like she shows up to start talking to him because he he appears and it was like, Whoa, Sukiya, you got older and way hotter. Yeah. But I just hope like at the end of this story she's like twenty eight and then quickly she's like fifty and then ninety year old Sukiya needing watermelon because she can't see because she's old now. That's all I want from Doctor Stone. Fair. Anything else you wanted to say on it? No. Okay. Last but not least, we have Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 58, Life Halo. What did you think of Ayakashi Triangle, Kevin? I liked Ayakashi Triangle. I really like, honestly, the Ayakashi Media, or the Omakage's plan of like, yeah, so, you know, I have I have healing bullets, but then I realize that if I overtune it, I actually make you burn out your life force faster so I can kill you with healing. And like, I just, I liked that aspect of it like that was actually something really cool where she's like i'm gonna remake the planet by healing it so quickly that it dies which is like cool and then at the end it's a hokage fight i yep. hope this is better than Wahlberg being in mashal for 50 years well because i feel like even with this like when Wahlberg was fighting mashal like literally wasn't a part of it and this one literally ended with matt Surrey, what are you going to do yeah so it's like he's actually involved in this fight as opposed to Mashal was literally like they were in an alternate dimension that Mashal could not get into. I thought they were in the sky. They might have been in the sky, but either way, like it was like he could have. <laughs> I do like the idea of Mashal looking up in the sky and be like, hmm, it's some sort of alternate dimension <laughs> I cannot get to. <laughs> well, no, we've seen him fly by kicking his legs really hard. So, but yeah, I hope Matt Terry will get more involved in this, but I did really like the. Really just that aspect of like, yeah, I'm going to kill you with healing magic. Yeah. Oh, and, and that cover definitely, there are some Japanese boys who are going to be thinking about that cover for a very long time, I Yes. Think. All right. So with that out of the way, that was a pretty quick roundup, but I guess we didn't really have much to say on stuff this week. That's why I meant by, I did rather enjoy a lot of it, but I like nothing wowed me. I didn't. I didn't have anything where I was like, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this. All right. Well, that will bring us into Jump Card. Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. From our least favorite up to our favorite, we had 19 chapters this week. So, Kevin, what do you have at number 19? High School Family. Oh, really? I thought it was okay this week. 
I really do not like this character that really wants this person to be his mom, especially because it's being, it's like, gets even more awkward. Like, oh, I want only, I want her only to be my mom. Um, th- this is starting to get a little dark. It is kind of weird. I don't know. Some of the, like, she's not your mom. Yes. Yes. She is my mom though. <laughs> really worked for me though. Fair. I have me and Reboco at 19. Fair. It's my number 18. So. Yeah. I just, oh, I did not. I glaze over quite a lot of this. Like yeah. I said, high school family went lower because I did not like some of the basically implications of the joke of like, all right, you know, it was funny when he like, he wanted a mom, but now it's like, uh, you know, he wants his ara ara mommy and <laughs> I'm very concerned. I have Shaku Geki no Shanji at 18. Because okay. like I said, I'm, ugh, chapter did nothing for me. What do you have at 17? That's where I have Candy Flurry. Really? I liked Candy Flurry I, this week. I, when, when you specifically said there was nothing that excited me this week, I thought of the ending where she's where he's like, where are you? In the cockpit. What? What? <laughs> this just, this has the... Oh, it definitely has that, um, I'm, I'm canceled getting, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm canceled um, tomorrow. What look. if I had a lollipop mech feel to it? But also, Kevin, it has a lollipop mech. Eh, like, that, as dumb as it sounds, it doesn't feel earned at all. Like, it was like, you know, they're just, he's kind of throwing stuff at the wall, oh. and he was like, all right, lollipop mech. Eh. Don't get me wrong, it definitely feels like this was supposed to happen in Chapter 200, and it's happening now because he's getting canceled. Yeah. But if you're going to go out, go out with a lollipop mech, dude. I guess. I just, I, you know... It would have the, I like the thing of like, oh yeah, what if I can reshape? I was like, all right, cool. She's going to make like lollipop swords. and uh, Oh, oh no. I've got Hunter's Guild at 17. Fair. I do, I, it's very a uh, tuning exam, not in the way we usually talk about. Yeah. But like, let's have a planning session and all this. Uh, but also like, it, it feels like the, the solution seems super obvious to me immediately. Yeah. And they take a whole chapter to get to it. I was actually thinking something completely different than their solution that was still similar of, you know, so it's like, oh, yeah, if we, so this, their solution is, oh, yeah, if we take all their handcuffs, they can't arrest us. So I was like, that's a nice plan, but I thought the plan was going to be put the handcuffs on them. Well, I also assumed that was step two, I guess. I'm maybe, but like, you know, that's what I was thinking of like, well, if we arrest the robbers, then we win. <laughs> that, that's how crime works, right? If you arrest all the cops, you win. I guess. But I also, like, I like this for the party that's, like, involved in this plan. But then it's like, oh, yeah, if we take all their handcuffs, the entire class passes. Uh, I, I feel like the people who just ran away aren't going to pass either way. Yeah. What do you have at 16? That's where I have Witch Watch. Okay. The thing that really bothered me was them talking about, like, oh, yeah, he's been training in martial arts. So, like, all his moves are textbook and he, he doesn't know how to fight this guy that's just fighting on natural instinct. It, that it's not how martial arts training is supposed to work. It's actually, you know, literally, not literally the opposite, because there are some people that just train in the forms over and over again, and that actually gets you in that rut. But I always assumed Moy was, like, a better fighter than that. And so it just kind of bothered me. And I was like, ah, it's his textbook punches, and he can see right through them because he fights on instincts. Well, well, then he should be able to deal with it. I, so that that just bothered me. And that's why I went down solo. Gotcha. I have Nero at 16. There's some things I like about it, but boy, did it just seem like it took a random direction, which yeah. is often the problem with Nero. Yep. It's like, and now we're doing, okay, sure. Yeah, now we're doing the dorm test. If you keep doing random things, eventually you'll probably find one I like. Probably. What do you have at 15? That's where I have Red Hood. Yeah, I completely agree with you. 
I have undead unluck there. Okay. I just don't care about these characters at all. So seeing their tragic backstories does not, it did not have the desired effect of making me care more. It did for me, so it went a little bit higher. Yeah, I think not that's, a ton. That's why I went higher bit. than the other stuff, is because I was at least able to realize, like, oh, okay, I can see how this works for someone, but it's not me. Fair. What do you have at fourteen? That's where I have Nero. I really liked the girl where she was like, "Oh, you can see my bra. What of it?" And Nero being like, "Yeah, but don't they have ones for like exercising? Like, what do you have like you know your sexy bra on? Like, w- what am I supposed to take from that?" <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I just seemed too random at the end. Yeah, I would no. if the whole chapter was that, I probably would have put it quite a bit higher. Yeah, I but like I was warming to this this girl character, so gotcha. I went, I, and it, you know it went like what two spots yeah, higher. That's true. In, in my pack of like, I didn't particularly like these chapters. <laughs> Were we fourteen? Uh, yeah, fourteen. That's where I have Sakamoto days. Oh man, what happened in Sakamoto days? Uh, there was the guy who was working for them. That was kind of funny. Yes, and so they're like, we already know that, and they're. Oh, there was a, there's a bunch of people in jail that got broke out. Yeah, they're evil, and now they're gonna come be in the next arc. Yeah, so it's my number thirteen. I thought that was you know kind of interesting way to go of like, uh, hey, these aren't assassins; these are serial killers. They're gonna play by different rules, and I was like, all right, that's that's actually like an interesting twist. Yeah, kind of. Eh, it's not again. It, it's yeah, 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 one spot higher. Yeah. I like Shonen Jump this week, I swear. <laughs> uh, at 13, I have High School Family. I thought it was funny. I didn't get super Ara Ara vibes off it, so gotcha. it wasn't that creepy to me. Fair. I think the fact that it's not, that was kind of the joke, and that's why it worked for me. Okay. What do you have at 12? That's where I have Shokugeki no Sanji. I like the, you know, just the, oh yeah, I can, ah, we've we've stopped you from using the kitchen. All right, cool. Well, I can just make stuff out of, you know, the wilderness. Like, the survival dishes was funny. I've got Magi-chan at 12. Sure. It's nice, but it's also emotionally manipulative dog stuff. Yep. And you, you get docked for that. <laughs> what do you have at 11? It's where I have Undead and Unluck. I, I you know, I felt for Unstoppable. I, like, I literally forgot his name. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. I, I, I didn't bring this up, but it, the, the message of, yeah, this is all God's fault. We need to go kill God really bothers me as like a moral. No, that's totally fair. Um, and, and I don't think it is a moral. It's literally what's happening in the thing. But it's also a revenge thing, which I don't think is great. And uh, yeah, all the problems are God's fault, so we should murder him. Is I n- don't think practical life advice. No, but like the for me, it's the the tragic backstory of like I was trying to help my friends, and by doing that, I killed two of them and injured another one. Yeah, when my quirk manifested. <laughs> uh, speaking of quirks, I got my hero at eleven. I would love My Hero Academia to be a story again instead of people looking at Deku. Fair. <laughs> that would be cool. Can I have that? I've been a good boy. What do you have at number 10? That's where I have the Elusive Samurai. Some good stuff, I, you know, I, but nothing, again, super amazing. So yeah. I liked it. Oh, that's where I put Mashal. Okay. I, I think just the, like, how cliche the villain move was kind of bothered me. Fair. Again, it's the shonen. Ah, I am super evil, but this character did not seem like he should be super that evil. character. Yeah. Other than that, it worked though. What do you have at number nine? That's where I have Magu-chan. You know, the the dog stuff got me, and I know like it should get docked points, but it's like I, it you don't, still you don't works. Have, you don't have, look. It does work. It's just yep. it's like kicking somebody in the balls. That's <laughs> yeah, gonna work. Yep. I have Witch Watch at nine. Okay. It didn't bug me as much as it did you, the martial arts stuff. What did kind of bother me is like, this isn't shonen manga. Let me shonen manga friendship you to death. Yep. This oh. isn't a manga. It's a shonen manga. <laughs> sure thing, bro. What do you have at number eight? 
That's where I have Mashal. I really like that panel of the axe kick at the end. Gotcha. That's where I have Elusive Samurai. And there are a handful of panels that are the reason why. Mostly sword swings, like the yeah. dodge in there. No, yeah, there's there's some really cool stuff in there. And I also really like the ending. Fair. Of the villain being like, my master plan is perfect, but and his minion be like, his minion who's as a character design, so he's clearly going to survive, yep. and has already survived multiple arcs. Like, sir, that is clearly a terrible plan. He will be on guard. He's like, you fool. Yep. Like, well, fine. Do what I say. Get, All right, cool. I'm not going to die. Guess I won't see you next arc. <laughs> what do you have at number seven? I have Jujutsu Kaisen at seven. I liked it, but again, I had that weird disconnect of like, it was like, you know, all right, I need to hit this kid one more. Nope. Now I'm friends with him. Okay. <laughs> I got Mission Yuzakura Family at seven. Okay. Which I thought was pretty good this week. It's kind of exactly what you want at this point in the story. Mm-hmm. Ending is a little weak, but I think it works. Yeah. What do you have at number six? That's where I have my hero. I like to raise her head, come back, you know, with his, he's missing an eye and he's got a cool robot leg. Got to make him more Kakashi if possible. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm excited that hopefully this, uh, we need to believe in Deku moment is done now. Please, forever. Can no one believe in Deku ever again? That would be fine. I mean, we can all just accept that we all believe in Deku. I don't need seven chapters of us going, but we need to believe in Deku. Like, dude, I've been reading this manga for a while now. Like, I do. I got Candy Flurry at six. Okay. I, 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 you're right. It's not earned. It's a bit of a mess. Lots of stuff doesn't add up, but it does have a lollipop mech. I guess, but I don't know. It just didn't work for me. What do you have at number five? That's where I have Mission Yozakura. I really liked the like the family coming together to help Tayo defeat the elder brother. You know, like, oh, you need to do this, and you need to do this, and then it still doesn't work, but then he might he's gonna shone in his way out of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have one piece at five. Okay. The Yamato stuff works, I just didn't think we needed it here. Sure. What do you have at number four? That's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. Some good stuff. You know, I again I really like that I'm gonna kill you with healing magic. Overheal. Look. It's a good D&D trick. Yep. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at four. Sure. I think I just, it worked a lot better for me than you. Yeah. On the end, funny. I'm excited that we're through this arc. Yes. I like these two new characters. Yeah. Well, and I liked, you know, the stuff previous to this. I just felt like I had a weird disconnect, so. Yeah. What do you have at three? That's where I have Blue Box. It's a good beat, and, you know, I found it cute. I liked the, I really liked the moment of like, oh, this is going to be super awkward. Uh, No, ma'am. Why? Fancy meeting you here. And like, just the clearly like, who are you pretending for? I, I Akashi Triangle at three. Okay. I don't have anything more to add on it. Sure. I just hope we don't, except for, like I said, I'm hesitant because this could go in a bad direction. But like you, I do not think it will. Yeah. What do you have at number two? That's where I put One Piece. I liked the Yamato stuff. I liked, again, I feel I feel like this is, you know, a bit more of Kaido not being a, like, a terrible villain. Like, yeah, he's... A, you know, I don't know. Person. He did try to starve his daughter to death. Yeah, but like it was to make her stronger. Like I, I'm not saying that he's not a villain, but like he's not doing evil stuff Look, just. To he's be not evil. a One Piece villain. Yeah, he, he's not like now. I'm going to turn you into puppets and have you kill your daughter that you don't know is your daughter. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, and even the stuff with Yamato at the end of you know, ah, oh, we'll just make everybody free and that will make everything better and. Kaido being like, no, it won't. You can't put a Band-Aid on this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I have Blue Box it, too. Sure. thought it was super cute, but again, a little... It lacked the momentum Blue Box has had lately. Sure. So Dr. Stone is number one for both of us. Yep. I was felt weird putting it here. But like, when I, well, I do my... Like I've said, I do my rankings while I'm reading them. Yep. And while I was reading it, it is definitely number one. But I was like, something's probably going to be better than it, though. 
because it didn't have that wow factor. It just had a weight. Mm -hmm. But then nothing was better. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, and that's what I meant by I liked this, but like Dr. Stone was definitely very good, and it was probably the the biggest out of the wow moments. And it was just that, like you said, that heavy thing of like, yeah, whoever goes on that rocket mission ain't coming back. (laughs) What? Don't look to get them eventually. Yeah, but it's like, it's, you know, essentially a suicide mission of, yeah, so our way back is turning ourselves to stone and hoping someone else picks us up later. <laughs> All right. Anything else you wanted to say about Shonen Jump this week? Nope. We read Haikyuu Volume 6, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. Oh, so Haikyuu continues to be good. Yes. The problem with Haikyuu is unlike Bakuman, it is not super in-depth and we do not have a ton to talk about every week. Yeah. This is the end of one volleyball game and the start of the next. Yep. With some nice beats in between. Yeah, some very nice beats. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about it, really. I'm still really enjoying it. The second game in particular has a lot of those stakes that I feel like will be hard to build as the series continues, although he's already set some stuff up. Yeah. Well, and like, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the outcome, but I feel like they're going to lose this match. I don't think they can. Just know what I know about future stuff that we've read, but I could be wrong. Uh, That's fair. But the big thing is, is that I like I don't know that they win this tournament. Yeah, I think they have to, but I could be wrong about that. Well, because most of the people we've been focusing on aren't third years. That's true. So, like, I feel like that's that's why they're not going to win this tournament. Because, you know, yeah, it'd be cool if they won the tournament. And I, they might win this next match. But at the same time, they might not. And this will be the motivation for all, the, all of the rookies to get stronger. I mean, it could, definitely could go that way. I just think the switch in of the setter at the end, to me, says that they have to win this game, narratively speaking. That's totally Although I said this game, that doesn't mean they have to win the set. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I'm not saying that they can't win this game, but I think that they will they will lose the match, like not the, I guess the set. Yeah, I I think you're wrong, but I don't know you're wrong. So yeah, ne- I'm neither do I. I just have this feeling. Yeah, I really like the stuff, the beats between of like the people watching game tape. Yep, Hinata and Kagiyama talking about their signals. Yeah. And then it's a really nice touch where they don't mention what their signals are. And then, you know, we get the perspective of the opposing team figuring it out. Yeah. And he figured it out because even though he comes off flippant and an asshole, you know, he was by himself working on watching the tapes late into the night. He was like, all right, you know, I'm actually putting on this persona of being a playboy, but that's a ruse. Although he does seem to hate Kagiyama and want to beat him pretty genuinely. Yeah. But I think it's like, it's really trying to enforce that he's better than him. And I think some of that is also because he's like, I'm a better setter, but you have better technical skills. So like, I really need to shove it in your face that I'm a better setter. Because otherwise, if you like, I I basically have this feeling that he's like, I can't get your technical skills. So if you somehow manage to overcome your weaknesses, I'm screwed. Yeah. That is the problem with some people in this world having talent and others not. Yep. 
Which is pretty common theme for sports stories. Yes. Although we have the, you know, Hanada does have talent, but we have the exact opposite thing of like, he is one of the people who I, I can work hard enough to actually make it count. But even then you're working on the same theme. Yeah. You're just working at it from the other end. Michael Jordan exists and Kobe Bryant exists. Yes. Yeah. Which is, you know, fair. And I, I just meant he, I felt like, you know, the reason that he really wants to beat Kageyama is because he feels threatened by him. Yeah, I think you're right about that. You know, we even had that in this set of mostly what he's trying to do during this game is break the opposing team. Yes, he's, you know, playing to his team's strengths and raising them up, but he's like, all right, cool. That guy's the, you know, the loud, passionate one. So if I make him shut up, that's going to break team morale, which yeah. is a good plan. But like, that's how he's coming at them. Of like, how do I break the morale? How do I break this person? How do I break Kageyama? Yeah, Rather well, than being like, how do I get better? How do I, you know, how do I win? It's how do I make them lose? Yeah. And at the end, when Kageyama gets subbed out for the older setter, that's a really powerful moment. And it's a great way to end a volume. Yeah. Because it makes you immediately want to open up seven and keep going. Yep. And I wonder if he manages to straddle that line of finish a game, start a game in each volume. Because that's an excellent pace if he can keep it up. I imagine at some point, games are going to take multiple volumes, like their fights in Dragon Ball. But yeah. Yeah, and then obviously you're you know eventually the tournament's gonna have to end. Like there's only there's only four games in the tournament. Well, sure, no, but then you go five. to the next tournament. Yes, but you've got, you've got to have some downtime. Like it's not gonna be every volume is you know volleyball games. Yeah, I just meant when you're doing. Yes, them. when yeah. you're doing them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't write down a lot of notes unfortunately because while I don't have the art style issues with this series that you do, the series is heavily art reliant and. I didn't write down a lot of stuff. There's a good bit of Hinata interrupting Kageyama with a speech bubble. That's good yep. speech bubble placement. But yeah. I've seen it before. It's but, good, but it's nothing to it's nothing to write home. I mean, about. if you want to do manga, you should take notes when you see that. Yeah. It, like Goku bouncing Yamcha off the top panel in that one thing of Dragon Ball. You should note that that's a possibility. Yeah, little tiny things like that that you know, without without taking notes on, you might not notice, but they all add up to make it better. Well, so, and they're things only possible in the medium of comics slash manga. Yeah. I really like the coach being like, okay, you won. It's just like your first sip of beer after a long day of work. Nothing is more delicious. Yep. Like, please use metaphors that a minor might understand. Because <laughs> I do love how it, like, cuts the Hanada being like, huh? <laughs> Sir, we can't drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like... You know, some of the stuff of, like, the club volleyball team that they played against, like the local club volleyball team. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of them being there, like, yeah, cool. I don't have any more vacation days now that they made it to day two. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? I'm kind of running out of gas here. I definitely enjoyed it. It was a breezy read in the great way. Yeah. I think part of it is it's hitting on the themes that it's been, you know, hitting on. So there's not really much else to say about it that we haven't said previously. So it's got good stuff. I really like some of the focus on, you know, some of the other characters and how they're dealing with things. Like, I really felt happy in the moment when their ace, Man Bun, I'm going to remember people by their nicknames and not their actual names for a very long time. But when he finally manages to spike it through the iron wall right at the end there, and, you know, it doesn't. he doesn't actually spike it through it, but he manages to score the point through the iron wall it was really powerful of like, yeah, he did it, and Kageyama setting up the serve rather than doing something tricky like 
that was the with the coach saying, yeah, this was exactly the move that we needed. We needed him to feel really good of he managed to overcome his opponent, you know, by himself. Like Kageyama, you know, it was a good set, but he didn't – it wasn't Kageyama doing something tricky to score him a point, to let well, him score a point. It's it literally him flashing back to Asahi, who is the ace's name. I did write okay. it down, being like, hey, this is the kind of – or no, it, it's – uh." The Libro telling him, like, I saw he likes Not high the Libro, sets. it's the setter. The other the, setter? The, okay. Yeah, the senpai setter being like, hey, because, you know, I've been setting for Asahi for, you know, a couple of years now. This is the this is the kind of set he likes. And so rather than doing something tricky, he's like, give him the set. Let him, you know, we don't need to trick our way through the wall. He can just power through it. And yep. he does. Yep. Anything else you want to say on Volume 6 of Haikyuu? Nope. Want to read Volume 7, though. Yeah, I do, too. That'll bring us to personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top is Uzumaki Naruto. I'm sure I've made jokes about how good he'd be at volleyball before. Mm-hmm. At the bottom is Koku. He would suck at volleyball because he sucks. Yep. Dead in the center, we have Kagome from Inuyasha, who would be okay at volleyball, but Probably. would need Inuyasha to save her at it somehow. <laughs> Do we have Asahi on here? I don't think so. I don't think so either and he's who makes sense to me if he makes sense to you yep we do not uh so definitely not as good as hinata or kagiyama nope do we think he's better than nishinoya who is the libro no i don't either nor do i think he's better than tanaka who's the loud guy no the next guy we have is daichi siwamaru who's the team captain i think he's better than him yeah all right probably not better than goku no do we think he's better than zoro from one piece not at the moment I'm not saying he can't get better, but I don't think so right now. What about Hiwamaru from Bakuman? He wrote Otter 11. Uh, give it to Hiwamaru, too. I would, too. What about the editor-in-chief from Bakuman, Hiyasashi Sasaki? The f- is that the first one or the yeah, second the one? Yeah, the first. The first one. I could go above him. Yeah, I think I so, too. Yeah. So, Asahi Azumane will go at number 50 above Hiyasashi Sasaki and below Kiwazaru Himara. And that will do it for this week. Go ahead and join us next week when we'll be watching, watching, when we'll be reading volume two of JoJo's. I've watched some JoJo's now. I know stuff that happens. Yeah, so have I. Um, until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, Last Time on Video Games and It's a Gundam. Last time on video games, just did an episode on Final Fantasy X, one of my favorite video games. Kevin, anything you want to plug? Nope. See you all next week. Gotta stop, don't you know, subliminal.